Welcome to CTSNet to Go, bringing your discussions about the most relevant topics in cardiothoracic surgery. The Cardiothoracic Surgery Network, known as CTSNet, aims to connect the global cardiothoracic surgical community through communication, collaboration, education, and interaction among cardiothoracic surgeons and their teams across the globe. Learn more at ctsnet.org. My name is Shanda Blackman, and I'm just one of the hosts of CTSNet2Go. In this podcast, you will be exposed to one of the roundtables that will show you what surgeons today are talking about. Welcome. We're discussing today the I Look Like a Surgeon movement, which has been very popular all over social media for several months, a hashtag that's taken off with great support promoting diversity in surgery. To give you a little background, during the summer of 2016, a 22-year-old female engineer named Isis Wenger appeared in an advertisement for her employer's recruiting campaign, as the company was looking to recruit more engineers. The campaign came under much public scrutiny, as critics suggested that the advertisements featuring Ms. Wenger were intended to appeal to male consumers, with a backlash of comments suggesting that real engineers don't look like the woman in the billboard. Thus, to change the way that people think about engineers, Wenger created the hashtag I look like an engineer, aiming to battle sexism in the world of technology. Heather Logie, a surgical research resident in Chapel Hill, saw the trend and she wondered if it might be time to show the surgical community and the world at large just how a surgeon might look. A new hashtag was born and Dr. Logie found immediate support for her claims that she looks like a surgeon. I look like a surgeon has also taken off with more than 30,000 tweets in its first month and over 100 million impressions based on analytics from simpler.com. Logie has gained massive exposure for starting this trend, and in an interview with the Today Show, she explained, it's hard to find role models that remind you of yourself as a woman in surgery. It's been so traditionally male, and unfortunately, so many of the female role models have had to conform to the male stereotypes to survive. Logie has explained that her goal for the hashtag was to allow all types of surgeons to show the world how they look, incorporating diversity in terms of sex, race, age, and those with disabilities. This phenomenal trend has been embraced by the women in thoracic surgery, with many of our this phenomenal trend has been embraced by the women in thoracic surgery, with many of our members participating. We have three such members here with us today. Allow us to introduce ourselves. My name is Shanda Blackman, and I'm a thoracic surgeon at Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. My name is Mara Antonoff. I'm a thoracic surgeon at MD Anderson Cancer Center in Houston, Texas. My name is Caitlin Brown. I'm a fourth-year medical student in Portland, Oregon at o Oregon Health and Science University. My name is Katie Nason. I'm a thoracic surgeon at the University of Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. My first question for Drs. Blackman and Nason. You both posted photographs of yourselves with your families with the hashtag, I look like a surgeon. Can you address why you chose these photos and what you hoped to convey? That's an interesting question, Mara. So we've published in the Annals of Thoracic Surgery the childbearing habits of women who go into cardiothoracic surgery. And we know that perceptively a lot of women think perhaps they can't balance a family life with a career like that. And I in fact chose cardiothoracic surgery initially because I didn't think I could give birth to children and had failed several fertility rounds. So I wanted the world to know, and especially women interested in going into cardiothoracic surgery, that you can do both. It's not easy. It requires a whole village of people to surround you and help you, but that you can have a good family life, that you can have children, and you can choose a, a thriving career in cardiothoracic surgery. So I wanted people to know that, and I wanted people to know that those barriers that they think are there are probably not really there, and that we're here to support people. 
So I also chose a picture of myself with my kids uh, and my family. Uh, I chose a picture where we were out of doors uh, on a bike trip, actually, uh, riding town to town uh, with all of our gear behind us. And uh, similar to what Shanda just said, I think that it's important that other women can see that you don't have to give up the idea of having a family in order to be a very successful uh, and very busy surgeon. It, it, with forethought and, and proper balancing and good communication with your partner and your children, it's very possible to have a very active uh, life outside of surgery um, with children who still really like me. So <laughs> they're not quite teenagers yet, so, uh, but we'll see. Um, but I, that was the reason I chose that, because I, I wanted to give that message out to, to people who have doubts, because I've had so many medical students and even surgical residents say, well, I can't do cardiothoracic surgery because I want to have a family. And I say, I have a wonderful family. I've got great kids. I, I, you know, I, I get to spend time with them and raise them. And I don't feel like I'm missing out on, on either being a successful thoracic surgeon or being a successful mom. And you have a grandparent in your home, which is also nice. And, and we invited our, a grandparent to live with us. And, uh, that that has definitely has its bonuses. Well, it's such a wonderful message that you share, and I know so many of us have chosen to share pictures of us with our children for the I Look Like a Surgeon movement. Um, just to take a different perspective, Ms. Brown, um, as a student, it's obviously important to you to know that your specialty of choice will be supportive of you and provide a network of mentors and colleagues. So from your perspective, what does this Twitter movement accomplish? I think um, a lot of people who are interested, a lot of women who are interested in cardiothoracic surgery um, sometimes are kind of intimidated to come and speak to surgeons outside of their home network. I come from a place uh, that has fantastic and wonderful thoracic surgeons, all of whom are men, um, and they have been incredible mentors to me. Um, but this, this Twitter movement is a way that you can connect to young people and um, it makes you approachable to us, where we can look at you and say, she looks like me, or she has interests that are similar to mine. Um, and then when we come to meetings, we have the opportunity to come up and meet you and talk to you um, and get to know you better. And I think that, um, I know that STS and women in thoracic surgery, kind of one of their goals is to bring young people into the specialty. I think it's really, really important to have this movement because it will definitely bring in young women um, for them to be able to see all of you as leaders. So that's, that's great. Dr. Blackman, why do you think this movement has been so popular? Well, I think not a lot of women when they're five years old, 10 years old, actually really think or conceptualize of themselves growing up to be a doctor or much less a cardiothoracic surgeon. But I know we have other members, uh, specifically women members, like Leah Bacchus, who just appeared in Doc McStuffins, who now has a whole contemporary group of people who want to be like her that are about five years old. So I think we're hitting them at every age. The hashtag, I look like a surgeon, might hit those older than five. But it is important to introduce that idea. And just, I, I call it lighting the fire in your belly. So when you're young, you think about all the things you want to do. And, some people may try to tell you what you're going to be when you grow up, or other people might try to guide you in a certain direction. But ultimately, you're never going to be successful unless you have that fire in your belly that gets lit, and you decide, I'm going to do this. And you put your energy, your sleepless nights, your passion, and you organize your life around 
achieving that goal. And so I think it's important. But if nobody ever lights the fire, it's never going to happen. That's great. As women have long been underrepresented in thoracic surgery, many of the I look like a surgeon tweets have come from women, with heavy support from organizations such as the AWS and the WTS. However, others have been using the hashtag to make it clear that surgeons come not only in different sexes, but also in different sizes, shapes, and colors, speaking different languages and celebrating different cultures at home. How generalizable is this hashtag, and does it mean more than just that women can be surgeons? Dr. Nason, I'm interested in your perspective on this. So I, I was very pleased to see that the I look like a surgeon hashtag expanded beyond women very, very quickly, because, I, because women are not the only group in our society who are, who are subtly given the message that being a surgeon is not really something that they can, that they can strive for. Um, it, it's true of any of the, uh, any of the minority communities. Um, if we look around the room, we see a sea of white men. Um, and so anyone who's not a white man would be potentially uh, not looking at the possibility of becoming a surgeon because they don't look like the rest of the people in the room. Uh, and so for uh, others to be using the I look like a surgeon hashtag to say, look at me, uh, you know, I'm also a surgeon. This is, this is a possible thing for you as a, as a young black man. Uh, you know, that's, that's a community that may not ever think I could be a doctor, let alone be a surgeon, and then just have someone like, you know, David Cook uh, posting on I look like a surgeon is, you know, that's a, that's a wonderful message to send out to, uh, to young black men. Uh, and the same is true for uh, the gay and lesbian community. The same is true for any of the Asian communities. I mean, there's just anyone who's not a white man, the message, the message can be that you can't be a surgeon, and that's just not true anymore. And so this is a way of empowering uh, just about everybody to, to strive towards that because it's a wonderful profession and everyone should have the opportunity uh, who has the drive and the, and the passion and the willingness to work hard. Uh, it shouldn't be about being a certain stereotype. Well, all three of you have touched on the ideas that um, through the hashtag, I look like a surgeon, we're able to impart a certain element of hope for those who may want to enter our field. Can you touch a little bit for us, Ms. Brown, on how you feel that social media in general, not just this I look like a surgeon hashtag, but how social media in general may be important in engaging the up-and-coming trainees who might be interested in our specialty? Yes. Um, so my generation, but certainly the generation after me, um, <laughs> they grew up on social media. Um, and so we have learned to relate to each other that way, not only amongst people that we know, but people that we don't know. Um, that we can connect to people and connect to ideas and discuss things over social media. So I think that um, cardiothoracic surgery is certainly seen as being kind of a formal specialty within medicine. And I think that if you're looking to relate to young people, to pull people into the specialty, using social media to, um, to connect to us is certainly a wonderful way to reach out to young people and a very effective way because it's how we communicate with each other. So we've seen this trend with I look like an engineer, I look like a surgeon. What do you think the future holds? Do you think there are going to be hashtags for I look like anything else? So my dream would be that we don't need hashtags and that anybody can do it. And you don't need to inspire anybody because anybody could imagine that it's possible. Any other parting thoughts from either of you? I agree with Shanda. Yes. Definitely. You know, the, the ideal world is to get to the place where we don't have to 
say, no, really, it's true. I really am a, I, I'm a doctor. That's a recent hashtag because people were being told, no, no, we need a doctor, uh, you know, because they were women. It's, mm -hmm. uh, you know, that's, we're still not there yet. And it's not just about being surgeons. It's about, about this idea that, uh, that women can be in the medical profession and be something other than a nurse. Uh, and if we can get there, that would be ex extraordinary. Well, thank you all so much for your thoughtful insight, and thank you for your attention. Thank you, Mara. Thank you, Mara. Thank you, Mara. Thank you for listening to CTS Net to Go, your resource for podcasts focusing on cardiothoracic surgery. Find more discussions as well as surgical videos and other cardiothoracic surgery resources at ctsnet.org. You can also keep up with CTSNet by subscribing to the YouTube channel at CTSNet Video, by following at CTSNet.org on Twitter, or by liking CTSNet's page on Facebook. I'm Shanda Blackman. Thank you for joining us on this latest episode of CTSNet to Go. Have a great day.